Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. Hello, and welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. You heard that right, Botcast, not podcast, because this is a very special episode, uh, bonus episode, uh, recorded through the new Rumble Studio platform that I've helped create. Uh, it's a brand new startup that I'm involved in. Um, it's essentially, it's a tool, a web and mobile application that allows you to plan, record, edit, and distribute audio content in minutes, in a fraction of time that it would usually take you, um, and crucially, asynchronously. What does that mean? It means you write some questions into the platform, invite your guest over email, and then they get an invitation to go onto the platform and record their answers in their own time. And so you don't have to schedule any interviews. You don't have to be on the call and, and actually ask them the questions. You don't need microphone uh, set up. Um, you don't need uh, anything special except for what you've got on your computer right now. Uh, the system handles a lot of the audio processing, so it cleans up the audio, removes all the silences, and does all of the, the clever stuff that you would usually have to do at the editing phase as well. So it really is uh, a one-stop, end-to-end solution for, for creating audio. This is an experiment, um, and I'm uh, very lucky to be joined today uh, by my first guest, Ellie Dordek, who's the uh, founder of Shenanely. And what is Shenanely? Well, it has the tagline, someone to practice with. Uh, it's an app that uses speech recognition to create a personal tutor for text-based tasks. So we're gonna hear all about that, Ellie's journey in creating this app, how it can be used, the challenges he's faced uh, technically, culturally, uh, and uh, in terms of creating the business as well. So uh, it's a really interesting conversation. I think it's worked fantastically well, um, but I would love to hear your feedback as well, because of course, this is done asynchronously. There are certain um, compromises to be made when you're not having that back and forth. It's the first question everyone asks is, does it sound realistic? Judge for yourselves. Um, this is an experiment. I would love to hear your feedback, uh, whether you tweet me at Voice Tech Carl, you drop me an email, um, carl at voicetechpodcast.com, or indeed carl at rumble.studio, because that's where you can use the new platform, rumble.studio. It's free to use. You can go on, you can create your own interviews right now. You can even use it for harvesting uh, voice app responses if you want. So it's a general audio creation tool. It's not just for podcasts. You could use it for flash briefings. Uh, you can use it for an audio FAQ on your site. Go and have a go and let me know how uh, uh, how you get on. Uh, but without further ado, I, uh, I bring you Ellie Dordek. Hey, Ellie, welcome to the show. Uh, could you introduce yourself then? Uh, tell us uh, where in the world you're calling from, uh, what you're currently working on, and uh, a little bit about your background, please. Hi, Carl. Good to hear your voice. I really respect your work and thank you for having me on the show. Um, my name is Ellie Elijah Dordek. I'm born and raised in Chicago. And though I thought I would go to MIT and be an engineer, I decided to dedicate my life to education. And for the past 30 plus years, I've been an educator, administrator, and a textbook author. My books are used by thousands of students every day, where I use a special technique to present the text, which mimics how you would say the text, sort of like a song. And this approach has been very successful. And um, my love of technology has never left me. So now I'm the CEO of Shanaini, which is a startup in Jerusalem, where we seek to leverage speech recognition to make 
educational content interactive. Well, that sounds super interesting. Uh, tell us a bit more about Shannon Lee then. Uh, what does it do exactly? Uh, who's it for? What kind of students? And what problem are you specifically looking to solve with the app? Yes, of course. So, as I said, uh, Shannon Lee was established through our educational approach to make text as close to a viable living experience as could be. Right now, much of educational content is, as I would say, dumb and deaf. In other words, it doesn't speak, although this is changing. Um, amazing uh, companies like um, Trinity, they're making plugins to make m much content um, audio, and you can hear it. But um, we're looking to do it uh, more of a line-by-line -line approach to go into the text and make it interactive that the student can listen to the text line by line and get familiarity in order to help gain fluency in reading and improve memory. Because our memory is not just visual, but also audio. It's the most natural way for us to communicate, to listen. Um, the users... Uh, could be regular kids that are already learning to read, or even we have successful use cases with special ed students that use the format to listen to the text and practice. The second part of it is to be tested by the app. As I said much of the content doesn't is not responsive. We just look at it or we ask the students to click on something or to drag a picture to something else. But to ask them to speak the answer, to repeat what should be said, the text involved, that has not been applied so much to this area. So we want to make the learning experience more exciting more alive. Um, and I, I'd really like to, to address something that as a teacher, I feel sort of guilty that in the past, the favorite student of the teacher, the teacher's pet, would be the one that would sit quietly and have beautiful handwriting. Why was that? Because for the teacher, they were the easiest student to manage and they gave over their answers, their assignments with beautiful handwriting. It was easy to mark. So it was easy for the teacher. As time went on and computers entered the classroom, we said, oh, well, we need a, we need a student that knows how to work the computer, do the text. So sometimes the geeky kid who might've been a little bit more louder uh, and not so well-behaved and with bad handwriting, he became the favorite. And the former favorite student had to go help, uh, get help as to how to uh, use the computer. And um, we, 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 seek to, we seek to engage the students in ways which are comfortable for us as teachers. Um, and it's very important to have individualized approaches for our uh, education. And I feel that using speech, uh, as I said, is something so natural. It's the most natural way of us to relate to information 
uh, as we learned a language as we were young and to hear it in our minds. And uh, this can be then a way that the student can find his own voice and speak and be listened to. Uh, more uh, exactly, Shanane Lee listens to and gives back Im- immediate real-time feedback to the answers given by the the user as to how well they were able to read the text or if the text is uh, not on the screen, they were to memorize the text. This is good for people preparing speeches, reciting poetry, and the such. Um, also, uh, I've gotten interest from law students, for example, that have to me- still, even though much of it is deep thinking, they have to memorize a lot of material and be able to recall it very quickly. So by practicing uh, remembering the key points and the key logical conclusions that they have to use, they can then gain time on their tests. So these are a few of the uh, use cases and how we can solve them. Okay, so I think I understand now what uh, Shanane Lee does. Um, it's... Uh... It's a tool to allow students to to read out loud, uh, reading Hebrew. I should add, I'm not sure if you mentioned that, but it's it's Hebrew text uh, that they're trying to learn. Um, so they're reading it. They're reading it out loud. Uh, the the computer or the app is listening to to what they're saying, uh, and then basically scoring their ability to read it and pronounce it correctly and say the words uh, faithfully. Um, and then they get immediate feedback on whether they got it right or wrong, and they can redo it. Uh, so I can really see that that feedback loop being so tight as to you know, really help accelerate the, the child's development. That's incredible. Um, and it's true what you say, there's a lot of different apps that are coming out now that are using um, various speech-to-text um, or, or text-to-speech technologies. Um, the one that came to mind uh, was Novel Effect that listens to, um, it listens to you when you're reading a book with a child uh, and then plays certain sound effects. Um, so they've obviously got some speech-to-text uh, in there. And Trinity is obviously uh, the opposite. It's, it's uh, text-to-speech, so they're reading out loud the, the blog post. But big fans of Trinity. They were a sponsor of uh, the Voice Tech podcast as well, so that was wonderful to, to hear their name come up. Uh, but, yeah, fantastic. Shane Lee, it sounds, uh, sounds like an amazing app. You told me before we started recording that uh, one of the activities that uh, Shane Lee uh, helps you do is actually um, memorize uh, this ancient Hebrew text uh, which is actually a substantial amount of text. Uh, it's actually the length of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. If anyone's read that or has, has picked it up, they'll know that's a, that's a sizable book um, to try and memorize. Um, so my question is, uh, what's the benefit of that? Why did you decide to uh, make that one of the tasks to memorize this text word for word? Um, what are the benefits of, 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 of that activity to the, to the student? Um, and... Uh, how have you how have you structured the activity? What what particular methods do you use in order to make it easier for the for the student to be able to to take on that task? Yeah, well, um, as a student, um, I just I love learning uh, texts. I love learning in a organized way, and the Jewish body of law of oral law which is a companion to the five books of Moses and the, the, all of the uh, Old Testament, explains the mundane and deeper details of the, of the Jewish life. So 
The basic text is called the Six Orders of the Mishnah, which was compiled by Rabbi Judah the Prince around 2,000 years ago. And this is was handed down since, uh, for thousands of years before and till now, uh, through the Jewish people. But much of the time, it was really done by heart. And it was especially necessary to know exactly the words that were said because they can become a basis of great deliberation as what was meant. So even one word here or there could, could make a change. So this body of law, which is about 198,000 words long, which, as you mentioned, is the length of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, which is obviously a different topic, but just for reference. So I set myself to memorize this, as many uh, students of Jewish law do, young and old. Um, it took me a number of years. I was doing other things and uh, spent many hours practicing and uh, maintaining the level of memory. And this grew eventually into my textbook approach that I used to teach. Um, and I'm blessed with students of students who are already teachers themselves. This is going on. So um, I gained the sensitivity to seeing um, a meter and using text length of lines that would be patterned after the breath, that it would be easier to say. Whereas regular printing of books is good for the printer. It fills the page from side to side and makes the most use of the page. But it's very hard on the eye and it's hard on the breath and it's hard on the understanding. There is no uh, uh, comprehension gained by having to turn the page in the middle of a sentence. So, um, as I said, this brought me to, to to realize that something has to be done about this. And we can present much education material in a way which is um, uh, more suitable to reading and understanding. Sort of take it like bite by bite, um, line by line, in a digestible way, instead of just a whole mass of text. So this is how, um, I would say, voice which is limited by a breath. It's sort of about 20 syllables long. You can say uh, it wants uh, around that, 15, 22. Um, and if we limit the lines to that length, then the vision mimics the audio a sense of the, of the, of the information. There are you know, certain other considerations if you print it. I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews. And you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, 
weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get high-quality episodes with no ads and studio-quality sound, and a chance to support the show, and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.